0: Hey, happy
1: Wednesday, the Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave on a beautiful day in the Queen City. And uh, got out and did a uh, round of golf uh, today, got 18 holes in, and uh, played well. I was happy, happy with how I played. And uh, it's only getting better. My new clubs will be here in like a month. Can't wait. And then I got a new bag coming, which is going to be cool too. Um, Can't wait for that. Uh, On the show today, Danny Zalisco. He is a uh, famed concert promoter. He has put on over, in 50 years plus, over 12,000 concerts. He's got a book out. And uh, we'll talk about his book with Danny Zalisco coming up here in about uh, 40 minutes. Uh, joining us uh, as well from Haver, we'll talk to MSU Northern football coach Andrew Rowland. And uh, you can see the Northern football helmet over there. We'll talk about that. Coach Rowland, one of the uh, first, well, the first to uh, out of the frontier to get me a helmet uh, that we've asked for. So um, he's the first to get to talk on the show <laughs> this year uh tomorrow don't forget madison mcdonald thomas will join us um, the famed trick writer uh, from canada who now lives in uh, helena and uh, she'll stop by in studio which will be a great time tomorrow as well uh let's see here what else we got going on you can watch on facebook youtube twitter you can listen on podbean network one sports TreasureStateRadio.com. Uh, if you don't have that download it on uh, the google play or the app store JasonWalkerShow.com, that's a website you need to uh, bookmark. You can email us anytime, Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com, and tweet us at Sports. we got a lot of On This Day in History coming up, too, which will be uh, a lot of fun. All right. Um, we've stayed away from this, um, but we're going to bring it up to today. Deshaun Watson. And I know it's non-Montana sports, but it's... It is. I mean, it affects... So Nike has suspended its endorsement, not terminated, but suspended its endorsement of Deshaun Watson after um, the 22nd um, claim of sexual misconduct and allegations of sexual misconduct have uh, come out. And yesterday, the first woman to file that uh, lawsuit, Ashley Solis... Uh, went public and told her story. Look, this is um, 22 massage therapists have come forward since March 16th. This isn't good. And I don't know where it's going to go, but you read some of these um, statements from some of these ladies and some of the things that have happened, allegedly. Holy cow, dude. Deshaun, what are you doing? Um, and I get it, you know, innocent until proven guilty. But twenty-two women have come forward so far. Uh, the suspension from Nike could be temporary, de- depending on what happens with the lawsuits. But either way, this is this is just disturbing. And once again, you got a high-profile guy thinking, "Hey, I can, I, I can, uh, I can do what I want." And, um, no, you can't dude. You can't. And I know it's alleged, but it's not looking good for Deshaun Watson. The question is, does he play? And, uh, in the NFL this fall or does he play ever again? That's a big question mark. What would you do? Uh, also today, uh, what else are we going to chat about? Um, Oh, the Masters gets underway tomorrow. Who you got? You got Dustin Johnson going for a second straight green jacket. Won his first in, what, November? You going to go with him? You going to go with uh, Phil? Jordan Spieth, who got a much-needed win last week in, uh, in Houston? You gonna go with uh, Jordan? You gonna take the field? I don't know what to do. If I was a betting man, for entertainment purposes only, I might take Spieth and and Mickelson on my team. If I if I was to do something like that. Who you got? You can tweet us at jwalker sports. Email Jason at jasonwalkershow dot com. Who you get taken for the Masters? And speaking of golf, um, where did I uh, read the story? It was just out. I just had it opened. Tiger Woods, remember he wrecked back in February? It uh, appears (laughs) the cause of accident is uh, speed. And uh, they say he was going 83 to 87 miles per hour in a 45-mile-per-hour zone. Tiger authorized the release of the accident report to the public. But uh, he was going fast. Going fast. They say that he uh, appears instead of hitting a brake, there was no brakes hit at all. It appears that he hit the uh, uh, accelerator. But Tiger's got a lot of recovery. Does he ever play golf again? What happens first? Tiger plays golf or Deshaun Watson plays uh, in the NFL? Just a question. A couple of questions here. And uh, legit ones, I think. But, hey, we have fun on this show sometimes. And sometimes we talk about stuff. I golfed today. I mean, how cool is that? Weather was beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Uh, did see that there was a fire, though, over at one of the golf courses on the 12th hole in Missoula, at one of the clubs over there, uh, Canyon River Golf Course. How about that? And how does that start? Some jack wagon smoking? Just saying. Uh, let's see, what else we got going on? Oh, this is cool. I was going to save this, uh, but we'll get to it right now. Um, talked a lot about my kid, Bob, who's over in uh, in uh, Eastern Europe, and remember we talked yesterday we got to give a tour of uh, Black Hawk to the Romanian like Secretary of Defense. Uh, today over there, he uh, got recognized for uh, him, let's see, Sergeant Parker. We don't have first names. Sergeant Green, specialist Walker. Specialist Marquez and Specialist Cazcor, or Cazor, recognized by Colonel Monte Roan, the commander of the 1st Cavalry Division forward. for Their outstanding contributions to Task Force Nightmare. These soldiers of the readiness of uh, our team, trained, disciplined, and fit keep it up. So uh, this is pretty cool. We're going to show some of the pictures that uh, the 3-1 Assault uh, Helicopter Battalion put up on uh, on the Facebook today. So um take a look there is one um another and then uh, there's Bob getting uh, his uh recommendation and his recognition which is pretty cool and uh yeah Go Army and it's tough for me to say that because my brother was in the navy but my grandpa was in the army so and look I if you're bored of looking at pictures of my kid overseas, sorry, we're going to show him. Um, proud of him, that's really cool, and uh, great job over there, bud. I showed that picture to uh, Coach Hall of Fame Coach Gary Turcott today on the golf course. Ran into him out there, and he uh, he was like, "Man, there was a point where we didn't know if Bob was going to graduate." And I'm like, "No, I remember. I remember those days." But uh, congratulations uh, to the kid and, and uh, all those that were uh, recognized over there in Eastern Europe on deployment back home in, uh, eight, what, eight months, nine months? Oh, man. The oldest will be home in May. Uh, well, she'll be in Bozeman. So probably going to have a couple of days off in uh, there when she's back um, from grad school down at Auburn. So it's like the, the one chance she'll get to come home. So good stuff. Hey, uh, when we uh We'll come back. I know it's a lot of personal stuff, but, hey, it's a, it's a Wednesday. It's beautiful. I'm in a great mood. I hope you are, too. And uh, we had great numbers yesterday talking with Ryan Schwachert of uh, Last Chance Curling Club. A lot of replays. Uh, Tori Martell from uh, MSU Bobcats and then Cassie Turner, Miss Last Chance. And what's really cool about that stuff is uh, you can always go to JasonWalkershow.com and rewatch or re-listen to anything. We put every show back up. And uh, it's archived there for your viewing pleasure literally any time. We're huge in Ireland. Like, obviously, the U.S. is number one. Montana's the number one state. But Ireland is the second largest country that watches the Jason Walker Show. And the numbers are huge. So we appreciate the Irish. Does that mean we go for Rory McIlroy at the Masters? Uh Canada, our third largest country that watches us uh, here on the Jason Walker Show. But we're big. We're big in Ireland, so appreciate that. Hey, uh, we got it uh, tomorrow. We're going to give away some Jason Walker Show swag, T-shirts. That'll be fun. Uh, Jason Walker Show is brought to you in part by Nitro Green. Get on the schedule now for all of your lawn, tree, and pest needs. Nitro Green gets everything done. They're quick. They're efficient. They're in and out. They don't have to. You don't even have to worry about picking up the dog biscuits in the backyard. You should be nice for everybody. But uh, they will spray for spiders, for horn. I mean, whatever you, you want. They put mouse traps down for you. Um, we're going to get the aeration done soon, which means the seeding, which means the greenness, which means summer is just around the corner. So you need to get on the schedule for nitro green. Now, Jason Walker Show, when we come back, we'll uh, chat with Andrew Rowland, head coach of MSU Northern, still looking for that first conference win since 2016. And uh, the first conference win under Coach Rowland, we'll chat with him about maybe that'll happen this week against Eastern Oregon. We have uh, Dustin or uh, Danny Zalisco coming up, famed concert promoter as well, and much more still to come here. Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122. Equal housing lender. Everyone knows about Dinner's Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinner's Done Right, grab and go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinner's Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com.
0: Welcome
1: back to the Jason Walker Show. Hey, welcome back. Jason Walker Show, Major Mortgage Man Cave. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Concert promoter Danny Zalisco will join us coming up in about 25 minutes. Uh, And uh, also on this day in history and much, much more still to come. uh, Frontier football season going on. And uh, playing a four-game schedule with the five teams that uh, opted in. Of course, no Southern Oregon Tech or Western, but Eastern Oregon, College of Idaho, uh, the class of the frontier right now, you've got uh, Carroll and Northern as well. Uh, Rocky just wrapped up its season with, uh, I think, one win, beating Northern last week. And that is uh, one of the subjects we'll talk about right now is Andrew Rowland, the head coach of the Lights, joins us here on the Jason Walker Show. As soon as we turn down the music. Where's our DJ? There you go. All right. Now, Andrew Rowland. Well, first off, Coach, it's been uh, it's been a long time since you and I talked, and it was about a year ago we were trying to figure out how to, how to line up an interview because... You guys are breaking ground on a new field, and, and now you get to use it finally.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's been a blessing. I mean, um, obviously, being able to play home games for the first time ever on campus is a big deal for this community, uh, for our players, for the university itself, and uh, you know, just you know, field turf is, is a big deal in the spring. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we uh, in Haver especially, you are going to have some uh, some cold practices and. And the all-weather turf makes a big difference for us operationally to be able to get out there and practice pretty much in anything, move snow and, and play. And uh, but bigger than that, the, the atmosphere, the game atmosphere, we're looking forward to have fans next fall, and that uh, it just it, it's a big deal. It's a big deal for everybody around here.
1: I was kind of surprised, Coach, that you guys went ahead with the season because um, and, and opening up the field this spring because you know there won't be that fan experience and that great atmosphere like you said but we have to wait for the fall for that why why play in the spring and, and why play on on the new turf
2: the way I look at it, it's an opportunity for our kids to get better you know we're still a young football team we've been building this program for the past couple of years uh, building the culture and for me it's it's four more games for us to grow uh, and, and get better as a football team and get some kids some experience to uh, game time experience which I think is you know, you really can't match uh, having spring football practice. So when the opportunity was there, I said, let's go. We want to play. Our kids wanted to play. Our coaches wanted to play. Our athletic director wanted to play, so we played. And, um, you know, I think it, it's, it's bigger than the field. It's bigger than the stadium. And not having fans, it's, it's an opportunity for our team to, to go out and do what we love to do, and that's uh, play and coach football.
1: Well, the field and the stadium look great. Um, you guys have done a nice job in, in literally in about a year. I mean, this came together real quick.
2: Yeah, it was a, it was a, uh, the fundraising, you know, we raised over $3 million within 13 months just within the community here. I mean, a little bit outside the community, but we had some, um, a lot of people step up, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, some big time donors and big families step up, uh, that are an integral part to our program and to this community up here at Haver. So, um, yeah, it happened fast before, you know, we're breaking ground and, and uh, and we're playing on it all through COVID, so it's it's a testament to this community. It's a testament to a lot of different people that have put in a lot of money and time and effort.
1: MSU Northern football coach Andrew Rowland, our guest here, Jason Walker show. Uh, before we talk about the team, I got to thank you for the helmet that you sent. So far, you're the only conference uh, coach uh, to send me a helmet, and this is not this is not some old old helmet. This is like this was like a new one. This is a, this has got the the padding inside the concussion stuff. Um, <laughs> This yeah, is a very nice him, helmet.
2: It, it, yeah, it's still ready to go. But I, I look forward to seeing it on your shelf. But, uh, yeah, that, that puppy, uh, that could be used right now. So I got you a good one.
1: I appreciate it. Um, Northern's slowly creeping up my list of favorite teams, I have to say. I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe at the top since I'm the, you're the only one that's got the helmet so far. Um,
2: that, that was my goal, Jason. And, you know, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm bribing you, man. <laughs> hey, whatever
1: it takes, you know, I'm a, I'm a free agent, so I'm up for any team right now. I can sign with anybody. Uh, okay. <laughs> Andrew Rowland joining us, Jason Walker show. All right, let's talk about the team. Let's let's discuss um how how we how the spring has come together and how you've approached it. it was it the similar as getting ready for a fall season or was it more of getting ready for spring ball with just some games involved?
2: Yeah, you know, I treat it really more like a fall season. And, you know, with respect to uh, everything was kind of sped up with COVID, um, you know, shortened, you know, especially with the weather, uh, you know, our winter – and we've been lucky, really. We've been really lucky with the weather here. But, um, you know, having a couple weeks of practice right before the first game and just, man, rolling the ball out and playing. So It was, it was different uh, structurally than, than a normal fall season, obviously. But we treated it as such as as we were playing in the fall. Um, I think you have to. I think everybody in our conference was too. And um, now you can see, you know, some rust getting knocked off in the first couple weeks across the conference, Um, us as well. Especially offensively, you see across the conference, everybody's getting better week in and week out. Um, But yeah, we treated it like that. And and like I said, we wanted an opportunity to play. We wanted an opportunity to grow and get better because we're a young football team, and we need it. We need you know we're still learning how to win. Um, you know, and you watch last game, and uh, that's probably the, the greatest testament to us as a team needing to learn how to win and finish.
1: Which has happened once in your uh, uh, tenure there, that great win down at uh, Arizona Christian. Um, the conference in the frontier, and, and granted, not all the teams played. You didn't see Southern Oregon, uh, you didn't see a, a Western or Attack, but the, the five teams that have played are the four outside of Northern. Um, how, how how have they approached the season? I mean, have you talked to any of the other coaches
2: about it? Yeah, I think we all have the same approach. I think it's all about, um, you know, and the one thing I'll say about the NAI is there's still uh, a championship series. There's playoffs. And so I think it's it's treated across the country nationally like, you know, like a fall season. Um, and nobody else is doing that. Nobody else is having national playoffs, uh, at least in football, except for the NAI. So, Everybody has the same approach. You got teams that were competing in the fall that are going to be in the playoffs for the spring, and so it's a completely different structure uh, than anyone else and than anything that's ever really happened in football. Um, so that it is unique. But I think everybody's approach then is, you know, we are we are competing. We are competing to play and uh, and make it to the playoffs, win the conference, and, and 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 you know, contend in the playoffs. And so I think you know, talking to other coaches, especially those that are playing, that's really been the mindset.
1: Andrew Rowland, our guest here. Uh, We've seen Brendan Medina and do some impressive things. How has his growth been over the last couple of years? Because with COVID, everything kind of got set back a year, but how is Brendan handling everything?
2: He's doing well. Um, You know, the past two weeks we've, uh, you know, we've gone a different direction with Oakley Top, and it's really at that position until we're consistently doing what we should be doing offensively, it's always up for competition. And our guys know that, uh, you know, they're always competing for us in the spot and so you know there's that consistent guy that's uh doing what we need to do offensively. You know, we need to take care of the football better. Um, you know, we're again we're young at quarterback and we act like we're young at quarterback sometimes. And then there's times uh, Brennan um, has had some tremendous plays. Uh you know, he does it a lot with ball in the air and, and Oakley Cobb who you know started the last two games. You know, last week he rushed for eighty yards and, and uh, does a lot of good things with his feet so you know, our guys are competing and they're, they're having to grow up and having to microwave them a little bit, you know, um, at that position. And, and uh, we need that position just like anyone else in the conference or anyone else in the country. Uh, that position needs to play well in order to be successful offensively and really in, in order to win. So a lot of it, you know, a lot of it's just uh, comes down to execution, taking care of the football and, uh, and creating explosive plays. And, you know, I tell our kids at the quarterback position, man, I, I give you the keys to the car, you just need to drive it. So they need to, you know, uh, work through their progressions, through their footwork and, and everything consistently. And, and, you know, there'll be times where they got to make something out of nothing. And uh, that's part of playing the game. But a lot of it's just playing within the system and, and being consistent. If they can do that, you know, they'll be successful. So we're still, you know, we're always competing. With, uh, you know, I, I believe competition breeds excellence. And so, you know, one of those guys will emerge as the guy.
1: It's so you give them the keys to the car and then they get a speeding ticket and then they get scared and don't want to drive is that is that the analogy
2: I uh, know yeah you know uh, going fast is fine by me you know uh, <laughs> I got no problem with that but it, yeah a lot of it's just you know get the get the ball in the playmaker's hands yeah. and then sometimes you've got to be a playmaker you know but get the get the ball in the playmaker's hands make the right decisions take care of the ball and uh, you know if you do that at the quarterback position you're going to be successful. You know, you're going to be successful. The big plays will come, but we've got to make the everyday plays uh, more consistently than, than we have and, and, you know, more consistently than our opponent.
1: You're going to see a real good team uh, on, on Saturday uh, up there in Haver with Eastern Oregon coming to town, and it starts there with Kai Quinn. How do you defend this guy? Because this kid has been so good uh, since, since he stepped onto campus there in Legrand, and uh, he's fun to watch, and he can't be – I mean, I'm sure he's fun to watch on film, but trying to come up with a game plan to stop
2: him is hard. Yeah, he's a good player. I mean, he's a really good player. You know, he he, he can run and he can throw it. Um, he makes some pretty acrobatic plays uh, again with his feet and with his arm. Um, so you know, obviously we're you know got a plan to try to contain him and, and do what we can. To me, it's the big thing is just getting him on the ground. You know, you see some guys. Uh, you know, we watch film. You know, guys just missing tackles on him, and you, you just got to get him on the ground. And uh, you know, so we're just gonna we're gonna do what we do, but we got to play with tremendous technique and tremendous uh, fundamentals in order to. Uh, to stop them and and you know the game's simple you know you block you tackle you you break tackles and and you know you play pitch and catch and you know we've got to just be able to on defensively just get the guy on the ground and we've got to be able to cover their receivers and and you know in the run game uh you know we just need to be disciplined
1: Tim Camp always has a trick up his sleeve what do you expect uh from them defensively
2: yeah, you know, defensively, they're not front team, you know, and they'll get some bare looks, and so, you know, you're going to get some different looks, and I think they're really talented at linebacker, and they always have been. Um, you know, so they got some guys that play on the edge and, and uh, kind of rush in, you know, Liz, Zach, whatever you want to call them, and, and there are two guys inside are talented as well, and, um, you know, so, you know, they do what they do. They do what they do, and, and they're highly disciplined, and, and they play physical on defense, and so we've got to miss that. Discipline. We've got to match that physicality, and we've got how to execute them in order to beat them, um, and, and really try to expose where we can, uh, you know, with them being sensible and, you know, just play our game, And Like I said, it's the game's about execution. We got we got to make plays where plays need to be made, and and uh, you know some explosive plays need to be made as well.
1: It's like the line in Bull Durham where they say this is a simple game: you throw the ball, you hit the ball, you catch the ball. It's basically the same in football, right? I mean, you snap it, you you. you You got to tackle. You got to pass the ball. You got to catch it, and you got to run it, and you got to stop the run. I mean, it's pretty simple, right?
2: Yeah. Well, I think people want to overcomplicate the game all the time. Um, I mean, there's we've got our scheme. We do what we do offensively, defensively, and special teams. But a lot of it comes down to those fundamentals. If you can't get that done, it's not going to work. And so, uh, you know, that's really always been our our message to our team because you know if, if you can't do those, you can't block. You can't tackle. You know, those two things right there, the game has always come down to that. You know, you got to do those things. And you got to have all 11 guys doing it. And that's the trick yep. of the game, right? right. You've got you got 11 guys on the field offensively, 11 of the guys on the field defensively, and, the, and a mixed bag of really special teams that both offense and guys, you know, all having to do their job, all 11 guys doing their job, more consistent than the other team. And that's, that's the game, man. The name of the game is executing. You know, um, outside of that, the emotions of, of the game and all that, um, you know you've got to be able to, to be mature about that and, and and focus on your job and focus on the task at hand and focus on doing your job with the correct technique and if you can do that you know at whatever position uh you know if everybody as a team is doing that more consistently you're going to win football games
1: well it's been a few years since uh you got that job and you, you can just hear the excitement it's still in your voice you haven't uh you haven't slowed down at all, and I guess that helps being young. But uh, Andrew, rolling our desk. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, hey, it is—it's National Beer Day today, and are we—are we a beard fan?
2: I, I like. You say beer? Yeah. Or beard? Beer. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like beer, and I and I've had a beard, so. But uh, <laughs> I uh, yeah yeah I enjoy I enjoy uh, we got uh, Triple Dog Brewery here in Haver. He does a nice job, and we got a couple of them actually. Uh, pretty good, so yeah, I enjoy a, a cold beer sometimes.
1: Especially after a win over Eastern Oregon on Saturday, right?
2: Hey, I'll I'll be a triple pocket. We get <laughs> that win, I'll be there. I'll, I'll invite you up here. I
1: I will be uh, waiting for that phone call. Uh, you knock <laughs> off Tim Camp. Uh, you've done something good. Hey, I appreciate the time and again. Thank you for the helmet. Can't wait to uh, to di- well, it's it's on display, but uh, we'll have it even better on display once we get the, the remodel done here in the studios. But. Uh, Thank you uh, for your time and uh, and uh, and contribution to the, uh, the show and everything else. And good luck on Saturday, Coach. Thanks, Jason. Talk to you. Tim, Tim uh, wow. Well, uh, Tim Camp coming to town with Eastern Oregon, but uh, Andrew Rowland, MSU Northern. Uh, he's a good dude. Just I love chatting with him ever since he got the job. You can just the excitement. Like he he truly believes he can turn Northern around. Um, they beat Arizona Christian on the road a couple of years ago, which was a fantastic win. Uh still looking for a conference window. And uh man, what a what a big one it would be if they can get it this week. That would be that would be cool over a uh, very, very good Eastern Oregon team. And uh we appreciate Coach Rowland joining us. Uh College Vidaho is at Carroll this weekend in uh, in uh, other football as well. Uh speaking of football, the Montana Football Hall of Fame induction uh induction banquets coming up June twenty sixth. In Billings at the uh, Convention Center and Hotel, Uh, you get pitchers with the inductees, including Brent Musburger, Marty Morningweg, Bob Beers, Victor Linskog, uh, Travis Lule, Shane Collins, Dan Carpenter, Steve Okineski, uh, Ken Amato. We'll be down there uh, a couple of days before doing some uh, fantastic uh, broadcasting and talking to some of these uh, inductees, also for the golf tournament. Get your tickets now at Universal Athletic Stores and also at UniversalAthletic.com and uh, be a part of uh, another great year, the 2021 class, which is actually a 2020 class, but it's also now the 2021 class of the Montana Football Hall of Fame coming up June 26th down there in the Magic City. It's going to be a fun, fun time. So, uh, You know what else will be fun is uh, concerts once we get them back. How cool would that be? And we're going to get him back, I hope. One of the uh, guys that puts on a lot of concerts, by the way, if you saw that Daryl Worley was supposed to be in Helena tomorrow, nowhere does it say, I, I don't know what <laughs> Facebook website or a uh, Facebook page uh, from here in town was Do I? Daryl Worley is supposedly in Great Falls tonight. And uh, Helena tomorrow, and then like Flathead Valley on uh, Friday. But according to Daryl Worley's Facebook page, or uh, uh, web page, he's not touring. But it'll be fun once we do get concerts. So if Daryl Worley ever comes to Helena, we'll get him on the air, hopefully. Anyway, uh, but when concerts return, there's a a dude down in Phoenix that has put together five decades plus... And over 12,000 concerts. His name is Danny Zalisco, and he'll join us when we come back here on the Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn Helena. Coming right back, we'll talk concerts. Also, we'll talk on this day in history when we return here on the Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center.
0: This is The Jason Walker Show.
1: Oh, yeah, final segment on a Wednesday. Tomorrow, in the major mortgage man cave, trick rider Madison McDonald-Thomas will join us. That's going to be fun. Still trying to figure out a way to get her to see how small our studio is. Trying to figure out a way if we can get her to do some trick riding in, in the studio. I don't think it's going to happen. But we'll try it. My daughter's got one of those little, like, toy ponies. We'll see if we can get Madison to ride, ride that maybe. Hey, she is amazing at what she does. And uh, can't wait to get her back on the show. We had her on uh, two years ago at the Stampede, so... Ah, uh, on this day in history on the way, and uh, much, much more. What else? Oh, uh, I was going to bring this up, too we uh bring the music down um literally had it in oh i was gonna show a couple of things one is uh is this so the miss little miss stampede experience coming up may 16th in helena uh if you got a little girl between the ages of three and 11 you get to meet rodeo queens you get to meet me you get to walk on the stage you get a swag bag a sash a tiara uh Cowboy hats are going to be there if you don't have one. Photos as well with the queens. An ice cream social as well. That includes uh, Cassie Turner, who was here yesterday, Miss Last Chance Stampede. So um, sign up for that. And uh, you can go to uh, Last Chance Stampede on uh, Facebook to get all the details. That's cool. That's really cool. And uh, let's see. What else? um we got a lot of stuff coming up with the Stampede this year, especially the pageant. July twenty fourth, I'll be part of uh, uh, emceeing an event. Next Saturday, of course, is uh, Cassie's kickoff party at Montana City Grill, just south of uh, Helena. And uh, I get to be an auctioneer for the first time. I've never done it. I'm a little nervous because, I, like I said, I've never done the auctioneering anywhere. I've always been a you know an MC but turned it over to um legit auctioneers um so a little nervous for that will see will this play yeah i hey, well, all right sir. Here we go there what going to i have a
3: 600 down here now 35
1: i don't think i can do this there was a boy in arkansas who Like, I could sing this part. Is this Leroy Van Dyke? I mean, this is a great song. So I've got, like, what, eight days to do, nine days to learn this? I can do the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think I can get it done. I don't think I can become an auctioneer that quick. But we'll give it one hell of a shot next week. Uh, if you want tickets, by the way, miss Last Chance Stampede on the Facebook page there as well. And uh, that'll be fun. And you can... There's some amazing auction items, including a round of golf for you, two friends and me at uh, Green Meadow Country Club. Lunch is included. How cool is that? Um, I won't sing. We will play music, though, on our golf outing. And uh, this guy has produced, our next guest, over 12,000 concerts. So I'm sure we'll hear at least one or two of the uh, artists on our uh, our excursion for golf somewhere on the iPod or wherever we're listening to great music. Or maybe we'll just listen to old Jason Walker shows. But Danny Zalisco is a cool dude. Got a chance to sit down and interview him uh, last week, and uh, he was fun. He's put together, like I said, over twelve thousand concerts over fifty years, and uh, he's got a book out. He's going to join us now to talk about it on Jason Walker Show. Hey, how are you? Hey,
5: Jason, how are you?
1: I'm. You know, I'm. I'm living the dream. We're talking. Uh, we're talking sports. We're talking concerts. We're talking a little bit of everything today. So this is cool. Um, I love it. Hey, tell me about this book man this is uh th- did you have did you have to get any uh stories approved by some of these artists because of uh of info or anything like that i mean bad stuff or i mean this seems all good well, but
5: i i'll tell you what it, it it is mostly good and it's all real but this was never meant to be like a grind book or let's get back at somebody or event, which there are a few people, as you can imagine, over anybody's life that you might like to get a pop back in on later. But that, that's not what this was about. This was really about uh, showcasing a lot of stories that I found myself telling over the years of stuff that actually happened. And one thing led to another. It turned into 350 pages and over 600 pictures. And believe me when I tell you I can do 10 of these, just like this all different with different people because uh, I I ended up being in the right place at the right time and said and did the right things back in the 70s when I found myself in Arizona um, from Chicago as as a teenager with nothing. And, you know, we started booking shows, and one show led to another. They got bigger, and they got better, and they got more often. To the point where uh, I remember one time I had seven shows in one day in six different cities. Wow! Um, you know, what fun! The worst, the worst problem a guy should have is deciding: do I go see Black Sabbath or Shania Twain? It <laughs> <laughs> actually happened. That's it the, actually happened that's on, awesome. on New Year's. Swear to God, New Year's ninety eight ninety nine. I booked Black Sabbath as the first show in Chase Field which was the first year the Diamondbacks were in existence. The same night, New Year's Eve, right down the street at the arena with Shania Twain, I had a golf cart with the driver taking me back and forth every 20, 30 minutes. And and by the second or third trip, I'm going, okay, where are we going? Am I going to heaven or hell right now? <laughs> you know, and, you know, I mean, but that, that's just amazing, you know. That the I mean, I was pinching myself all night going, this is this is really happening, you know. That was twenty five years after I started. Now it's another twenty years past that. That is crazy, um, really nuts. It's like it's like I need a second baseball card for the stats on the back.
1: <laughs> uh, over twelve thousand concerts. Did I read that right? That you've promoted so far? Yeah, man,
5: it's nuts. And it's not, not just in know, Arizona, I, right? I, I, no, no, no! All over the place, all over the place. You know, people say with this book I should do an audio book. I think I'd rather do an audio book starting at the beginning and read every day. It would it would take me longer than it would to read the book. Um, you know, it, it, it's really fantastic. You know, I mean, I, I when I when I wrote it and I looked at it and I went, this guy's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, and wait a minute! It's you, you jerk! <laughs> you know. Uh,
0: well, it
1: you guys, came out good, didn't it? It, it yeah, uh, it did. All, all excess is uh, is the name of the book. Danny Zalisco joining us, famed concert promoter. Uh, Kurt Gibson wrote the uh, the forward, and uh, he's a good longtime friend of yours. And he doesn't sing, at least not that I know of. Um, but he's become a good friend, and you. I mean. This isn't just concert people that you've made friends with. It's uh, an artist. It's it's kind of everybody.
5: It really is, you know. With with Kirk, uh, you know, as far as his singing goes, if you look up on YouTube, you can see him. He did a he did a musical uh, birthday card for Alice Cooper, for his seventieth birthday a couple of years ago. You guys should definitely look this up. I will. I will. Um, and it, I mean, Gibby with Alice Cooper makeup. Come on, <laughs> it's right there. You 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 have it right there. I promise you. I bet.
0: Um,
5: yeah, it, it. You know, the, there there's very little difference between musicians and ballplayers from the standpoint that they're entertainers and they put on their they put on their cleats or they put on their guitar in front of an audience, mm-hmm. and they got to be good. They got to be extra good because they got to deal with people watching them. I mean, it's hard enough to go in a batting cage. Or, or sit in your own room, and try to play guitar without embarrassing yourself. Imagine doing it in front of 30 or 40,000 people. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it, it, it's quite an, an amazing feat when you think about it. Uh, Cause when we're kids, you know, we have that opportunity to, to shine and, and discover whether or not we have those talents because thankfully our parents put us in those positions to find out what we can do or not. and, Finding out you can't do something isn't a bad thing. It just leaves you more time to do something and figure out what you can do. And, um, you know, in so many cases of uh, people like a uh, Kirk Gibson, I mean, to, to have the, the great life he's had of, uh, of being a baseball star and also loving music and and, and and us getting to be friends. I mean, two of the most different kind of people you can imagine, but we both love music and we both love sports. And that's what brings us together. And, uh you know, that's that's kind of the underlying thing of everything, you know, uh, that we do in public, and uh, it's, it's been a gap.
1: Danny Zalisco, our guest here, uh, before we talk uh, more more concert stuff, I wanted to ask you about your relationship with uh, uh, Gail Sayers and, uh, and 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 the story with Brian Piccolo and, 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 and Brian Piccolo, your relationship. Um, Brian's song, terrific movie, the original, not the TV version, but... Uh,
5: yeah, I didn't like that TV version.
1: Yeah, I mean, the original movie, unbelievable and stands the test of time, but
5: take me through your relationship with it. Piccolo would have loved that James Caan portrayed him. He he would have thought that was the coolest thing, but think about it. That poor guy never even got to see The Godfather and never heard of James Caan. Right. Because he, he died before the movie came out. Um, You know, uh. It's an amazing story with with Pick, because, and I don't think most people realize it and probably didn't pay attention to this part of the movie or his story, but in 1964, he was the top ground gainer in football, in, in college. He, he outdid everybody in 1964. He beat Gale Sayers. But Gale Sayers had the moves, and he was flashy, and, and Pick was kind of the ham and egger you know, who just grinded out for six or eight yards in a crack, but he did it a lot. So they passed on him. Every team passed on him. And George Ellis from the Bears uh, signed him as a free agent for nothing in in 65. And and he didn't even make the team at first. He's on the taxi squad at first. I mean, you know, and here's Piccolo. Of all the years I have to graduate from college, i got to have Gale Sayers Mm -hmm. around, you know, and, And he was at Kansas. So, uh, And and Butkus came through at the same time. So here's Piccolo, who should be like the star, and he's on on the second squad, and these other two guys come in. So the first day that they came to practice at Wrigley Field, we were there like we were um, for a couple of years. We started going to practices on Saturdays. The players were a little bit more relaxed, a little more loose, and we could talk with them when they parked their cars across the street from Wrigley Field, and we'd have them for about 100 yards for autographs, pictures, or just talk. And um, Piccolo comes in, and he goes, kid, what is wrong with you? That's Gale Fair's right over there. They showed up right at the same time. And and that's kids over there, and they're all signing autographs, and there's 10 kids around. Each of them, nobody knows who Brian is except for me. And I explained to him what I knew about him and the whole thing about not getting signed and this and that and the other thing and you're going to be the starting uh, running back for the Bears before you know it hang in there with all and he fell in love with me we were best friends from that point on um so I go to every practice every game he'd walk me in there's no ticket you can't get a ticket for a Bears game at Wrigley Field Um, they're sold out you know for years and years um so they walked me in and uh you know, it, it was a tremendous thing to be involved with at that time, because it was before, you know, all the millions of dollars took over the sports industry. Yeah. It was when, well, the only people making the millions were the owners, not the players. I'm glad to see the players got some, <laughs> but, <laughs> but the the owners provided, man, they they provided Wrigley Field for these guys to play in. I mean, that's a that's a big deal. Unfortunately. You know, things caught up over the years, and a lot of the older players can make money signing autographs and stuff that the money they never made while they played. And uh, at least there's something there for a bunch of them. And uh, I hope they're I hope they're doing that as often as they can.
1: Well, man, I can't wait to uh, to get the through the book. It's called All Excess, and uh, it's uh, Danny Zalisco. I just showed some pictures of Dolly Parton and Kiss. How cool is that where you uh I mean you go from Dolly Parton to Kiss. That's like Black Sabbath to Shania, like you said earlier. But man, uh you've had the life and uh and uh, if I ever get to Phoenix we'll uh, we'll hit the golf course.
5: I would love that. Let me know.
1: That was uh Danny Zalisco joining us, uh Jason Walker show. I mean, think about that dude's life. Of all the concerts he's produced and hanging out with Shania Twain and, and Dolly and Kiss and all I mean, every Alice Cooper. Um, and then Brian Piccolo, I mean, and if you haven't heard of Brian's song, you need to Google it. You need to look it up because it is the the movie so good, unbelievable. Um, back in the day, all right. I think is this the this is the Kurt Gibson. This is Kurt Gibson doing Alice Cooper. Has Gibson ever not looked old? Lines form on my face and hands. Still had my hair, but I have no ass. <laughs> Forget my name in most of my plans. I was a boy, now I'm an old man. I'm seventy. It's getting harder to stand. I'm seventy. Oh my goodness, that is bad. <laughs> oh, gibby, gibby, gibby. Anyway, check it out. You can go, uh, mlb.com has a version of it. So there you go. Ah, oh, Fun, fun. All right. Uh, let's see. What else we got going on? Let's do on this day in history, shall we? <laughs> it is brought to you by Big Sky Printwear. We print what you wear, including Jason Walker's show shirts. And I'm telling you, They're comfortable, and you're going to want them. In fact, tomorrow we're going to give some away. Um, And and they can handle any size orders at Big Sky Printwear. You want one shirt? Done. You want 1,000 shirts? Done. Give them some time to get the 1,000. But, uh, yeah, I mean, 35-plus years experience, and in a brand-new spot, a great location, 1,400 Euclid. It's on the corner of Henderson and Euclid. And uh, the girls will take care of you. They, uh, Sheila and the gang will get you all set up, and it is, uh, it's awesome. Big Sky Printwear. We print what you wear. All right. On this date, it is April the 7th. It is National Beer Day, 1933. Cullen Harrison Act comes into effect legalizing the sale of low-alcohol beer. It is Coffee Cake Day, Girl Me Too Day, No Housework Day, And Bookmobile Day. Uh, It's always the Wednesday of National Library Week, which is this week. All right, on this day in 1896, Robert Garrett of America wins a throwing double at the Athens Olympics by taking the shot put. He had won the discus the day before. Also in 1896, Edwin Flack from Australia wins gold in the first 1500. He goes on to win the 800 two days later. Uh, 1946, the 10th U.S. Masters at Augusta. Herman Kaiser wins his only major title, a stroke ahead of leader, uh, money leader Ben Hogan. It was the first Masters held in four years because of World War II. 1951 at the 15th Masters, Ben Hogan wins the first of his two titles. 1963, 27th Masters, 23-year-old Jack Nicklaus wins the first of his record six green jackets. Uh, Ken Forge of Houston tossed a no-hitter against Atlanta on this date in 1979. Jack Morris of Detroit, 1984, no-hits Chicago, White Sox. 2003, basketball, men's uh, title, Carmelo Anthony, his freshman year, his only year, Syracuse beats Kansas. 2008, at the 70th Men's Basketball Championship, Kansas beats Memphis. 2009, women's title game, uh, UConn beats Louisville. 2014, the UConn men beat Kentucky. Kentucky. In the 76th men's championship, 2015, 34th women's title game, UConn beats Notre Dame. And in 2019, Baylor women uh, beat Notre Dame as well. So, And then Baylor men just won their first title this year. Uh, let's see. Happy birthday, Walter Camp, the father of American football at Yale, born on this date in uh, 1859. John McGraw was born on this date in 1873. He was the uh, manager uh, who was uh, always in a suit. He managed for a long time. Uh, It is Tony Dorsett's birthday, 1954. It is James Buster Douglas' birthday. He was born in 1960. A couple other uh, big uh, significant events. On this date in 1970, the 42nd Academy Awards, John Wayne would get his only Oscar win for Best Actor in True Grit. Uh, 1928, James Garner was born. 1933, Wayne Rogers, who was in the first three seasons of MASH. Happy birthday to Russell Crowe, born on this date in 1864. On this date in 1805, the Lewis and Clark Expedition leaves Fort Mandan, headed for the Pacific Ocean. And on this date in 2016, the longest ever captured python was found in Malaysia. 26-foot-long python. No thanks. That is what happened on this date, April the 7th in history. It is brought to you by Big Sky Print, where we print what you wear. 1400 Euclid in Helena. And Jason Walker Show shirts tomorrow up for grabs. Fun stuff.
0: We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk off.
1: All right, uh, didn't miss a whole lot. on this date in 1989, Major League debuted in theaters 32 years ago today. And it still stands the test of time. It really does. I mean, you think about some of the great lines in Major League. Now, Bull Durham's a fantastic baseball movie, and others will argue Field of Dreams, The Natural, all that stuff. Bull Durham and Major League are the two best, for me anyway. Now, Field of Dreams is great. But Major League, I mean, you got Wild Thing Vaughn coming out of the bullpen in his you know leather jacket and the glasses. you got got uh, aging catcher Tom Berenger, who can't run up and down a baseline very well. you got the gruff old manager, you know. Eddie Harris, the old pitcher, Crisco, bardall Vagisil, anyone will give you another two to three inches drop on your curveball. I mean, great lines in that movie. Yo, Joe Boo, the bartender. Uh, yo, bartender Joe Boo needs a refill. Um, just unbelievable. If you get a chance to watch Major League, do it. So the unedited version. The edited version of Major League is the worst. Now, my buddy Josh Seelhoff, who's now out in Washington, but our junior year, college prep writing, Bozeman High, we had to do a movie review, so we did Major League. Because we would watch Major League in Bull Durham like, every night before a baseball game. A bunch of us would get together. But Josh and I did the movie review. Now, I had a crush on my teacher. She had played basketball for the Hawks back in the 80s. And this was like 90, 1991-ish. So she wasn't much older than us. Shane Olson was her name. Anyway, we, we used the unedited version of the uh, Major League for our uh, movie review. The class... Didn't mind it because there's language. <laughs> there's a lot of language, and in the key scenes, you have to show it, and you just can't show the unedited version. It's not good. I mean, like the scene where where Rick Vaughn and 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 Roger Dorner fighting in the, in spring training in the in the clubhouse. You can't, you know, bleep you Vaughn. No, bleep you. Bleep bleep bleep, you just can't. You got to have the full full effect. By the way, here we'll give away our first Jason Walker Show T-shirt. You ready for this? You got to email us, Jason at jasonwalkershow.com. Need your uh, uh, who was who was the player on the last day of cuts spring training? Who was the player that got cut and they show him with the the red tag? Not Rick Vaughn, the actual other guy. Email jason at jasonwalkershow.com and uh, give me your answer. Well, first one will get a Jason Walker Show t shirt. So there you go. Who was the kid cut on the final day of cuts in major league? Jason at jasonwalkershow.com. Hey, thanks to Danny Zalisco. Andrew Rowland, thank you for joining us. Tomorrow, Madison McDonald Thomas will join us in studio. The Trick Rider. Got to queue up the little uh, McBride and the Ride. Old song. I'm back in the ni- early 90s. Uh, if you miss anything, go to JasonWalkerShow.com. Can't wait to see tomorrow at 4. Madison, McDonald, Thomas, and uh, who
0: knows who else will show up. We're going to have a lot of fun. Have a great Wednesday. We'll see you back here tomorrow. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.